When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Oh, happy Friday. It's Friday. I did promise last week. It's Friday. Um, episode 651, last last episode with Coach White. Um, but before we jump into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, the, one, the, the, the place that you should go when you need a shooting machine, second to none customer service, second to none breaking it down, second to none, you know, how durable and, and easy to use it is. Um, so go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. And they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, it's my plea at this point. If you want to become a better basketball coach, summer is a great time to do it. Um, it is. I, I, I do it to try to get back. I do all these podcasts to try to give you all information. Um, but it's not, I, you know, I spent hundreds and I spent thousands of dollars on hosting and editing and all those kind of things. And uh, teach hoops, joining teachhoops.com can help uh, defer that cost for me. Um, but it's my way of giving back. I, I have no problem doing it. But um, if you'd like to help the podcast out and want to help yourself out and become a better basketball coach, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Talk to you soon. This one is uh, we call it from the we call this one from the circle. Okay. Uh, we we put both groups in the circle, alternating colors, alternating, and they're just circling around. And we'll call out uh, a color, and that team, whoever color we call out white, white will uh, take it out of bounds or take it from the inbound, and they'll uh, you know advance the ball or what have you. But the the team that's on blue, they will be in a defense that we pre-call for them. Okay. So we're working on our defensive full court defense whether it could be just pick up man or it could be we're pressing 
or it could be our zone press. It could be right. our fall back into our zone. But we could just call our defense. And we do it for both teams because on the trip back, we expect the team that the other team to be executing their same thing or executing what we call. And I call out different defenses for different teams. I never let them play the same defense against each other. Do you call out defenses in, in on the fly in, in a game or do you always have a preset? Oh, we can call it out on the fly. That's what all these reps are for. So you can they can get used to hearing if you call something different at the last second. Okay. If it's a, if it's a dead ball situation like a free throw, yeah, we'll call it out and we'll let them know. And they're always looking to see what are we in? What are we in? What are we in? Because right. we, we kind of try to, you know, keep teams off balance with what oh. we're playing. You know, we'll call the number out. He called out, I called a color, I called out blue. We're in our uh, one three one. Our sorry, yeah, our one two, this is our one two two half court press. So we were able to get a steal there, get a quick drag screen there, move the ball, moving bodies, nice chase screen here, three from behind the arc. So again, just good, good reps. Good reps. And so then we'll, you know, we'll circle them up again. Uh, you know, we'll call out a different color to take the ball out. Different group. We might call a different defense. You know, it just depends on what we need to work on. But we have a set defense that we're working on that particular day. And the last thing I would show you, uh, if I was going to show you, is, is like most guys, you know, scrimmage. We, we, we scrimmage. We do stuff called like three stops and all that stuff. But Yeah, stop, score, stop. We do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do that. But this right here was something that we did this summer with USA Basketball. And it really was really, really good. We call it five on oh, five on five. So what what happens is you'll go you'll have a group they'll go five on on the opposite end they'll ex execute a set or they might do your transition break like quick strike for us yeah they'll do that and then they'll come back down and they'll be playing offense against a, a defense that's there now so you're going five on oh execute whatever you want them to execute down to that opposite end and they come that. back they take it out you know they come back down they're playing defense or playing offense against a defense now and so now they want to execute what it is, do whatever you call. And you don't have to let them execute what they just ran down there. You could or you, you may not. Right. But I think it gives them a chance to go down there, execute it. And, like, this was an early practice, so we were trying to work on our transition stuff. So we worked on our quick strike. You see we're trying to score quick. All right. And then we'll come back, and they'll play defense against uh, – play offense against a defense now. And then this was a zone. We, we, we had the team play a zone. And so now we, just, we had just worked on zone offense, so it gave us a chance to execute our zone offense. And now if this team – Scores. Let's say the blue team would score. Normally, the blue team would get to go back down, run 5 0 and get to come back on offense again. Right. And, and the white got to play defense again until they get a stop. I love that because he wanted them to, yeah, I like that. Yeah. But in this case, because it was early in the year, we just let, we alternated it alternated. just so the groups can get enough reps with each other. Okay. But as we build that thing, you know, it's a, it's a competitive deal. It but is. again, 5 0 they go down and execute, and then they got to come down. This time, this group was in a 3 2 zone. The last group was in a 2 3 zone. So now they got to try to score and execute with the zone offense we had been working on earlier in practice and so now that group would go and take it down 5-0 but it's just a different way of doing it and it gives it a little bit more of a real feel because now they're bringing it from half you know down on the other end of the court down to the front court that's all i got okay that's perfect let's uh i have some questions that i've written right, down take this share off. yeah okay uh there we go perfect um so do you take practice yeah we take practice as much as we can yeah. Okay, and what do you do with the tape? That's why I ask coaches. We do edits. We do edits. Uh, like, I'll sign an edit to a coach a day. You know, like I said, you got practice edit for tomorrow. So they'll take the film. If we practice today, they'll take the film today, and they'll get, make edits on different things we did well, we might didn't do well. Uh, we'll show it right before practice the following day. Okay. And so, uh, you know, I might it might be a day where I say, hey, I need you to hammer them, ha hammer them, meaning okay. show all the stuff that was bad. You know, okay. and then it might be a day I say, hey, let's take it easy. Let's show some good stuff today. Uh, or just try to find a balance. But it's just about, you know, trying to make sure that we pair them for what we need to be better at the next day at practice or, you know, that day at practice when we actually show the film. And do you, um, do you always have a – I saw that there was a clock 
clock running? Do you always run a clock on drill? Oh, and- I, I got in my practice planner. They have minute increments by everything, and my managers they know the practice plan, so they'll they'll put this they'll put the clock on for whatever it is. A lot of times I go over the time, and if I need to stay on time, I'll tell them, hey, tap that horn if I go over. You know, and right. I'll, I'll make adjustments. But right, and I tell coaches, especially the ones that are maybe a middle school coach or somewhere else, you know, get your get your phone and get it set up because it, it what it does is it keeps you on track. Too. Yeah. We're teachers and we're trying to teach, but it's like I can't spend that. I got to move on, and we can do right. it tomorrow. Right. So how do you? So explain how your practice when you set up your practice plan. How do you set it up? Do you do like times? Like I'm starting and and explain when you practice at pace and how long you go. Can you explain those things for people who are listening? Yeah, uh, the way we the way we do it, uh, we start practice with conditioning, shooting, stretching. Okay. So the shooting is a drill we normally doing something going up and down the floor, getting shots in, trying to be the goal, and then we'll once we get a warm, we'll stretch. After we stretch, we go into our defensive stuff. Or we'll, we'll, you know, we stretch and I'll bring them together and I'll give them a winning thought for the day. And then we'll start practice and then we'll go into our defensive stuff. And we'll transition from defensive stuff, let's say 30, 40 minutes defensive stuff into shooting. So, because I use shooting breaks as like a water break. So, right. meaning like that's like the inter- intermission before the right. next thing, before we transition into something else. But we get a lot of shots in. And so, we'll transition from there into to offense where we'll do some, uh, maybe some transition stuff or maybe work on parts of the offense or put in our, some of our sets. And then we'll go from that point, we'll transition out of that, you know, to where we would uh, do some rebounding transition stuff. Um, and then we'll transition from that to shooting. We might get a free throw. Uh, we'll do some free throw stuff in between. Then we'll do a water break. And then we'll finish it with uh, some 5 on 0, 5 on 5, or either we'll do like three stops or, you know, stop, score, stop, or score, stop, score. Right. You know, just what we want to focus on. It's all bit of built around what we want to be the focus of a practice. And, and, and so this is the, the, this a private school but they go home at night correct yeah. so when do you normally practice like what's your you are you always right after school no you... no practice in the morning i, I kind of like the mornings better because i think their brains are fresh okay uh, they haven't had the, the, the duration of a school day where so many things that can happen in a school day they might have a tough time with their girlfriend or that <laughs> thing here you know anything and so you just I like the morning practices, but at, by the same token, um, I would say that, you know, the yeah, afternoon practices are great too. And so we, we do, we, early in the year, we do a little bit more morning uh, because of volleyball. And then okay. in the after, as when volleyball ends, usually a couple a week after we've started, we, we tend to go back more evening or afternoon, I'm sorry, afternoon. Okay. Afternoon. And, and uh, how long is your practices tend to be? Early in the year, they're two hours. Uh, when we get to, when we get to like January, they tend to go down to about an hour and a half. Uh, and as we go further, maybe an hour, 15 minutes. Cause I always tell guys, you know, you know, I'm coaching your bodies from yeah. beginning of the year to, to December. And then I'm coaching your minds more so from January. Yeah, that's so true. So if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? Meaning three particular drills? Yeah, three things. No, maybe drills or three. Con- if you could oh, only okay. do concepts. Uh, I would you- do shooting, defense, uh, and uh, I'm caught between player development, skill development, and or uh, scrimmaging. Yeah, probably. That might change depending on the part time of the year. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, what would you uh, What would you tell your younger yourself uh, as a coach for somebody that's listening to this i always like to throw out questions that i think can help younger coaches i would tell my younger self enjoy the moment enjoy the moments like the good moments like sometimes i get caught up looking at the next thing i'm always caught looking at the next thing and right. this is probably one of the silver linings to this this time right now is that you know i can't look to the next thing because we don't know when the next thing is and so right. got to enjoy the moment now 
So I'm enjoying family time. I'm enjoying just, you know, having a chance to just kind of reflect and think about different things and not have to be under the gun of what's next in my own mind. I told my wife the first two or three weeks of this quarantine, I think I've been the most relaxed I've been in 30 years because now now I don't know if that's the case anymore, but it was (laughs) like, I wasn't doing 85 different things. Like I wasn't worried about buses and the camp coming up and blah, blah, blah. Nothing to do. No one was doing anything. Like the world stopped, like stopped, literally stopped. What would, what, if, if I came to, what's your, first of all, what's your coaching philosophy? Like if I had to give you a, a generic in a paragraph coaching philosophy, what would that be? I just, I, you can coach them hard if you love them hard. I mean, I that's that. the way I operate. I, I, I love my players and they know that. I don't, you know, I don't put the, the carriage in front of the horse on that. I, I make sure I love them hard, you know, first. And then, you know, it, it gives me the flexibility to be able to coach them hard because they know it's not personal. It's not anything against them. Personal yeah, if you want to get, if you want to get after them, it's like parent, it's same, it's similar to parenting, man. If you want to, they got to know at the end of the day that they're going to, there's a bed to sleep and there's dinner to be had. And, right. You know, that you're you going to get it, you know, no matter how bad it is, yeah, you're going to get your dinner. You're going to get your, you, you, well, but I'm going to always love you. I might get, but I'm always going to love you. It's like, yeah, it's very similar to that. So if I came to watch a practice and I just sat up in the upper stands and watched, what would I see? A lot of continuity going from drill to drill. You'll see, you know, guys talking, guys always constantly trying to help each other. Um, you would see uh, coaches scat, you know, kind of spread out. You're lucky. You have lots of assistants like me. I was watching those tapes. You, you're lucky. Hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. I would ask pretty, 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 please go and leave a review. We really do appreciate those. I could, I guess I could go pretty, 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 please go join teachhoops.com become a better basketball coach resources. Um, like I've said in previous ones, you know, you, you go spend, uh, you know, half 500 bucks on a, on a clinic or you go buy a video or do something like that. You could go spend just twenty nine ninety nine and have <laughs> thousands of videos and thousands of things on there um, to make you a better basketball coach. So go over and check it out. Um, two other things. If you want to check us, our YouTube channel, teach hoops, just type that in two separate words uh one of my oh in our amazon link down below click on that anytime you purchase if you bookmark it you won't even notice it's there but uh, we get a small little commission and it does help us pay for the hosting fees and stuff all right let's head back to the podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they're good assistants they're not just any assistants they got great assistants i've always they, and they and they wear good shoes i can tell you that some of, <laughs> some of, they got good shoe game my son runs a shoe business they got good shoe game so i tell you they got some heat on the feet huh they, they do uh, how do you deal with that transition between drill i've always i mean that was something early in my career i struggled with is there any advice you could give a young coach for that plan 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 i think that's you know and you got to kind of walk through your practice in your mind even when you're planning you got to figure out okay is this going to be a good transition this is a good segue to this you know you got to connect the dots you got to kind of build practices as you got to build them you can't just plan them you got to just plan and build them uh, so you're working on the right things and you're transitioning the right way to the next drill you know that's why i say the shooting breaks like i call shooting breaks are like water breaks for us because we transition out we might be going like about to get ready to pull each other uh hearts out on defense uh, and then we'll transition into some shooting because i need them to kind of bring it back you know because we're getting ready to bring it back up again when we get ready to go into our transition rebound where it's going to be physical it's going to be you know nip and tuck but you know you just try to kind of like loosen it and then tighten it back up i would just say plan you got to plan yeah. you got to play the practice during your mind and what, what it, it's, it's like building a lesson it's like building a lesson i'm a i'm a math teacher i'm building the Absolutely. lesson when i go into class it's, a, yeah. it's just, you're building a lesson you're building and it, trust me there's gonna be times where my lesson sucks and i just i didn't do it well second hour i gotta fix it for third hour Absolutely. same with and, 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 I, and you know i tell i tell tell 
you know, everybody, I can't have a bad practice. Right. You know, coach, I can't have a bad practice. Meaning, you know, in not a literal sense, but just making sure that I do what I'm supposed to do to make sure that we're getting the most out of that, that particular practice. Because you don't want to waste the practice ever. You never no. want to waste the practice. They're very finite. Um, can you, can you, is there one coaching moment we could dive into that would be, that that would the audience could learn something from in your career? Some, something that happened in your coaching that we could dive into that would be beneficial for the listener? <laughs> A moment. Um, Could be a success. Maybe, maybe from this year's championship game, we were we struggled so bad out of the gates. Uh, we only scored three points in the first quarter. We were down thirteen to three after one quarter, uh, and got a little bit better in the second half. But we were we, we we had been blowing. We had been beating teams by 20, 30 points throughout the playoffs, throughout the even the better part of the second half of the season. We were playing a national schedule, so we we would be we were beating teams out of out of the state of Georgia. But we had gotten into a really good crew, uh, you know, and this was someone punched you. Someone punched you. Somebody, you know, they punched us, and I, I think we were kind of. I think we had nerves to, to right. these kids that never played in the state championship. Right. So um, halftime, you know, it, something just dawned on me to where you know most people would have thought that I went in and I you know I threw every chair in the wall and overturned every table, and I did exactly the opposite. I just went in calm and said, "Hey, God, we're not out of this game. I don't see us being out of this game because I didn't feel like we were never out of the game, even though we were not playing well. We were getting beat at one point by double digits. I just said we're not playing the game way we're we're, we're capable of playing. We just got to make adjustment, make some shots, and we got to get into our defenses so we can kind of switch defenses around. We weren't, we weren't able to make shots, so it, it took away our press, took away some of the things we wanted to do, kind of create an advantage. And, you know, I started seeing the light bulbs turn on in their eyes as I was talking to him, like, oh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna yell, he's not gonna fuss, he's not gonna tell us how bad we were. And they came out, you could tell they had a renewed confidence. And I, I say that to say that the younger coaches, sometimes it doesn't take all the yelling and screaming and hollering. Sometimes it just takes a mild approach where you just kind of say, hey, these are the things we gotta do. We're better than this, and they gotta hear that and believe that in you. And I, and our, our team did, and they, and it came out, and it, and we end up winning by thirteen. I I, I I tell I tell the young coaches to give your players what they need. We might I might go yell at them we're playing a horrible team in our league and we're up 20 and they're not playing well then i might at that point that that that's a that's a veteran coach i'm going to compliment coach that's a veteran coach. you knew at that point that they were probably nervous they weren't shooting well they right. needed calm at that point they yeah. needed hey the the storm is coming right. and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the ship through the storm and then we're gonna come out on the other side and we're gonna be good and that's what i mean i, I think that's what you and i have coached so many freaking games that you could you could sense that i can sense that when my guys need this now. They need calm. You know, absolutely. We're down two with 33 seconds to go. They need calm. They need yeah. well. We've done this. Here's what we're gonna do. Because they're, they're gonna already... your, They're gonna they're gonna feed off your energy. And so if you give yeah. out a whole bunch of negative and boisterous energy, they're gonna feed off of that. And it's gonna make them kind of be very wired to where they you know they they're not they're worried about the next mistake or if this team comes out and score the first two baskets of the half, we're done. We 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 lost. And there's and and to be honest with you, we lost when we lost in the tournament trail this year. We we had the worst shooting game of the year. The team we played had their best shooting team of game of the year. It stuff just happens sometimes too. It does. It does. Well, there's nothing. I mean, it, it ticked me off at the time. Like, oh, didn't I rest them enough? But you know, it was like 22 percent differences in their shooting percentage in ours. Literally, you could play that game a hundred times, and that happens maybe once. It just happened to happen on that one. It is what it is. As, as a coach, you kind of learn that. What do you think's the biggest change you've seen in the last 20 years in the game? Uh, how it's, it's, it's probably the position. How 
guys come positionless. I mean, you got six, eight guys that shoot three-pointers and they don't play inside. They just, you know, they, they, they're like big wings now. You want you want Yana. You want yeah, I mean, that's that's literally what it is now. It's, 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 it's amazing how that works. But yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that, you know, or one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think it's, I yeah, because I, I grew up in the era of Isaiah Thomas and I grew up in the year of, the, the years of like Shaquille. I mean, there was a point guard. Like that's where magic kind of changed the game forever. I, I personally think Michael's probably the best player ever, but I think Magic probably changed the game. Yeah. Um, I love Magic. I love Michael more, but I love Magic. But, but Magic, Magic was that, people don't realize, he was that big 6'8 guard. Like, he played all positions. There were People just didn't do that before, you he know. Was, he, was just, he was just so good. He was so Were you a Laker fan? You were a Laker fan then. Yeah, I, back yeah. then I was a Laker fan. Yeah, because yeah. people don't understand, like, in the 80s, you, you it was like war. You either Lakers or Celtics. There was no in-between. Basically. Like, it was literally... You, you you know some people like Detroit in the middle, but you were their Laker Detroit fan. There was no there was no uh, questions about it. All right, I'm gonna ask you some uh, quick questions. This is kind of our last segment here. I call this rapid fire. What's your favorite brand of basketball? Like the ball you actually play with? Well, the kids like the Wilsons. The Wilson, the one we just had this year. We, we did Evos. Okay. They like a new ball. They like that. We like the Nike balls too. Um, what's one word to describe your ideal player? Committed. Okay. If you could go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? Uh, the Masters. Seems like it's just uh, one of the biggest uh, events. That's just unreal. Uh, you're you're close too. I'm close, and I haven't been yet. But I thought that was going to change this year. Somebody had an inside track that it it was going to change this year. But maybe now, could you could no you purpose. drive from could you go could you make it to augusta go and then drive back home oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay do that every year for peace jam i mean it's only like two hours maybe max two hours an okay. hour and a half um your favorite pregame meal uh gotta be the chicken and pasta um one skill not being taught in the game today back to the basket yep butt to the basket man they, nobody does that anymore uh what's one thing you do to relax music music, okay. music. um one teaching technique you think that's important uh it's a lot of them that's important but the one that probably stands out most to me is uh attention to detail okay. Make sure uh, everybody's prepared prepared best player of all that you've seen in person best player you've seen in person Kobe Bryant I don't mean to throw that I know USA coach like man oh man it's like I don't want you to take anybody off um best player of all time Michael Jordan he never lost in the final the last dance is proven to me that he is the best he never he never played a game seven <laughs> he's just I mean he just embodies what competing and you know winning is about yeah yeah no um, matter what people say. uh one thing that helped you become a better coach think and think and what do you mean by that uh i think those are the two things you got to do a lot of as a coach you got to think and you got to think okay. i think people and you got to think i do and, and and i think people do the first one they don't they don't thank people enough yeah. to be honest with you um because i mean how many doors have been open for you how many doors have been open for me because absolutely because of, of this round little thing you put in this rent i mean it's crazy uh best game you've seen in person probably uh it was when the spurs were playing Cavs, uh and the Cavs were down I think two games to zip maybe um I think that was 2007 2008 one of those years LeBron's first finals I think I thought it was a great game they end up losing the Cavs end up losing but it was a great great game one of, that's the one that comes out first and foremost if you haven't seen LeBron in person I know he's getting near the end here but it's just like it's like watching Giannis it's like that, those bodies just aren't they're not normal yeah, I love LeBron too I you know I just I, I love LeBron I think he's I think he's I think you are always trying to compare him and Jordan are so disillusioned because he's not Jordan he's he's magic he's more magic than he is Jordan 
Yes, yes, and, yes. And he's, uh, you know, he's a different player, but, you know, he's a – we should be trying to enjoy these last few years that he's going to get a chance instead of sitting here trying to make comparisons. He wants to play with – he wants to play against, with, with his son is what I hear. Yeah, um, I hear yeah. What I don't – what I don't – what I don't think people realize, especially with these guys, is – and I see this with Wes and a couple of my players that play in the NBA. They take care of their body. You know what I mean? He, dude he, put, this dude puts $1 million into his body. I know. I mean, that's what they don't realize. It's like they understand that it's like a Ferrari. I mean, their bodies are a finite thing, and if they—that's why he's still playing. Right, he's still playing right. because he's done that. To be honest, right, um, he's been able to afford it, but he's been able to do it. Um, one word to describe your coaching style: competitor. Um, best basketball coach of all time. I know people hate that one. <laughs> I got—I got to go with John Wood because okay. he was a character coach. That, that's what gives him the edge for me. He won a lot of championships, but I thought he did it because and, and what most people don't realize is most of the people that won lost. Like Coach K almost lost his job. <laughs> Wouldn't lost early. Like you—you you, you can learn some things from that. One book you'd recommend? Uh, start with why. Simon Sinek. That's I think great that's book. great for leaders, coaches, uh, in all walks of life. All walks of life. I mean, and that, and that, I did that with my practices. I did that with my pregame. Like five years ago, I read that book, and it's like, why am I doing these things in pregame? They're useless. I don't. We never do them in a game. So I basically have revamped how I do. You know, the twenty minutes for a game, all that stuff. It's like, ask yourself. It's like about life. Everything you should ask why. One thing you tell a young coach. One thing. Never uh, waver on the amount of confidence you have in yourself. Always believe in yourself. Yep. Believe in what you're doing. And invest in yourself. Well, right. thank you, coach. I really appreciate taking a Saturday. I guess it's Saturday. It feels like every day is Saturday, but right. you know, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. If you did, okay, go join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You, you want to become a better basketball coach, let me help you. You know, where else can you find a mentor for, you know, a dinner at McDonald's, basically? Let me help you. Um, not only resources and communities and handouts and one-on-one -on -one calls and office hours, it's got a little bit of everything that will help you become a better basketball coach. Also, go over, um, subscribe, and like, leave a review. And if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, click down below. We would appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.